coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It's the Junior Kikueva Jr. Show, starring Junior Kikueva Jr. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bothe Band as he makes any kind from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kikueva Jr. Thank you for tuning in, bro. Oh, we, we're just so grateful uh, here on this podcast. Bro, we never thought this podcast was going to get any further than Waikiki Beach. But no, no, for real, for real. We thought, we, that's what we thought. That's what we thought. But this podcast is actually going uh, like more places. So we like to say uh, thank you. But we always begin with gratitude. We begin every show with gratitude. Thank you to the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, South Africa, Germany, Belgium. Okay, all you guys, we like to say mahalo. Also, uh, for the United States. Now, United States, uh, bro, we get plenty of states coming on board. And uh, we get some new ones too. But the, the surprising stuff is that, like, the states we already get, right, they're increasing. They're increasing, like, like for example, Texas, right? Oh, bro, Texas is going up. Bro, Texas... Texas is 12%. It started with 1%, bro. So, so the people in Texas, I don't, we get some cowboys out there. We like to say thank you to you guys, bro. So, uh, Hawaii is, uh, Hawaii is at the top, right? Then California, Texas, California is 23%. Texas is following, uh, 12%. Then, then we get Virginia, Montana, Nevada, Utah, Washington, uh, Washington State, New, New Jersey, Tennessee, Massachusetts, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, and Arizona. And then in, in Hawaii, bro, we get new places in Hawaii that people popping up. Bro, they pop. Okay, so Wailuku. Wailuku is, was always number one for us. Okay, I don't know why, but we're not complaining, bro. We're grateful. Thank you, Wailuku. Bro, 36% of our Hawaii audience is in Wailuku. That's the biggest concentration of our listeners. And then Honolulu come in second. Wahiwa, Wainai, Westside. Oh, my boy is down there. All my boys on the west side, bro. You know, my boys, I got to tell you. I, I I just, all I got to do is make that one phone call. But I remember when I called John John that one time, bro. And, and he's not even from the west side. He's from, he from Kahalu'u. He ain't flying over the poly, bro. I tell you, there's nothing like the love from the brothers, bro. We, we got to aloha the boys. Okay, west side boys. Okay, aloha you guys. Hey, Waipahu and then Kailua, Hilo. Now, Kapule is brand new. Kapule, Kanioe. Kanioe is brand new. Bro, we never had Kanye. And then uh, Mililani Town, Ever Beach, Air Pearl City, Pearl Harbor. Bro, we got to mahalo all you guys. So uh, thank thank you to you guys. And, uh, bro, we're we just really grateful. We're just really grateful that that, that this is happening because, bro, we never figure on all of this, bro. We, we never did. So the other thing we never figured, right, was, was you remember, we had the old theme, right? And we had the theme song. Okay, because I, I really, you know, I really thought that. You know, I, I really, I really like that, that team. You know, that was, I mean, I used to use that team on radio before, but the difference is, okay, the difference is on radio, right? The radio station actually, uh, the radio station actually, uh, has you, has you the kind. 
they they paid a they they pay what they call a, a BMI fee, right? So they 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 paid a BMI fee and they you know so you can you can use anything you like on the radio, cause they gonna, the radio station gotta pay the the fee, right? Okay, so different on podcasts, <laughs> different on podcasts. Oh man, it is so different. So so I was talking to my attorney friend the other day. He goes, hey, you get that uh, theme song running? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, did you license that song? I said, well, we was talking to this guy. And because um, we, we go to easylicensing.com, uh, easymusiclicensing.com. Uh, and we go to them. And and so I told him, yeah, well, we, you know, we sent one the kind of application and we got to hear back from the guy. And then he says, uh, but you know, you're going out to different countries in the world, right? I said, yeah. He goes, bro, that's international copyrights right there. I'm like, okay. He goes, because, you know, I figure a license, I figure you're going to pay one license, like on flat fee for use the song. Like, you know, like maybe on annual license is what I thought. You know, because you can do that with other stuff. You can license stuff. And we license things all the time in, in, in my, my consulting company, right? So the guy goes, no, you know, with music, they go by the player. He goes, how many times are you using the song? I said, well, we use them twice on each episode. He goes, how many episodes do you make? So I told him, he goes, okay, here's what I'm going to tell you. He said, you're going to use this guy's song and you're going to, the kind, you're going to license the guy's song. Each episode will cost you between five and $6,000. I'm like, what? Because we get like, bro, we had 70 something episodes already. We did, right? And so he goes, bro, he goes, you times 72 by, by $6,000 and that's how much you're going to pay. I'm like, ho, 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 ho. Easy, ho yourself, right? I'm like, God, it's big box. What the hell? So, so we had to take measures into our own hands. So he said, "No, but don't you have something? You guys, you own one record company. What the hell? You got gotta get something." I said, "No, no, no. We get, we get." So there was this song, the song that you guys heard in the opener. Okay, never had the conch shell and the kind of drums. That was that was production. Okay, but the song itself is on Wayne Borges' album, and his album is called "The Musical Genius," uh, "The Genius of Wayne Borges." And it's on iTunes. And uh, we, we produced that album for Wayne uh, back in the day because, I mean, you know, he, bro, he's, he's this musical genius, right? And that's all his jazz tunes. That's his stuff. He wrote them. And so he wrote that. He wrote the song and he, he called it Junior's Theme. And he used to play them at the gigs when, when we used to do shows. Uh, at the end of the show, when I say, Mahalo, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, good night. And I put the microphone down, I walk off the stage, and that's the song that he played. So we started calling him Junior's Theme. And uh, so when we did his album, he recorded them. And uh, so I just, yeah, wanted to reiterate on the story and tell you guys. So so that's uh, Junior's Theme. So now we're using our own music, always, and we're not going uh, bankrupt from using one other theme. Anyway, so, uh, you know, a lot of younger people, and when I say younger, I don't mean like cakey, okay? I mean, I mean like 20s, 30s, right? Uh, especially in their 30s on Instagram, they're asking me about business stuff. And uh, one of the questions I got from the DM, so you guys can get a hold of me. It's Junior Cake Whoever Junior 1 with the number 1, okay? Junior Cake Whoever Junior and the number 1, Junior Cake Whoever Junior 1 on Instagram. If you guys write in uh, to my other Instagram account, we get we get one more. Okay, and that one is the underscore JKJ underscore show. Okay, and that was actually for our show. Now I I put in up songs, I singing songs, I doing all kind of crazy stuff on there. So you guys can go over there and, and check them. Now, if you guys are on uh Twitter, it's it's Junior Keiko at Junior Keiko Ever Junior. If you guys are on 
uh, uh, Facebook, it's at Junior Keiko Eva Junior. If you guys are on TikTok, it's at Junior Keiko Eva Junior. Um, a bunch of local kids following me on TikTok. It's crazy. But it's crazy. So, so anyway, but you guys can like message me from any place. No worries. Just make sure you tell me that this is for the podcast. You know, say, hey, uncle. Yeah, we like, we like ask you this and then answer them on the podcast. Yeah, and then Garen's Barbarians, we're going to do them. Okay, so this is one of the, the one of the questions. And, um, you know, so so this guy said, you know, when 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 you when you get advice from your parents and stuff like that, and you know, maybe that's not where your heart is. Like, like what you gonna do, Uncle? You know, how how I gonna how I gonna let my family down easy? And I I just go do my stuff, and then I don't like do their stuff. That the, what they like me do, you know. And and so so I'm gonna talk to you about um, how we made one million dollars in music. How we we, we made over one million dollars playing music. And um, and and what God's job is uh, in in the process, okay. So uh, let me start at the very beginning when I was a kid. Okay, I was thirteen years old, and my mom asked me if I was going to college, and I told her no. And I remember that because she would drop the spatula in the in the frying pan. She was making hamburgers, and as uh, she would drop the spatula inside, my mom used to make good hamburgers. Oh man, she used to put onion and. And uh, the bread, you know, the bread crumbs, that, and she used to mix them with the, oh, bro, with the egg inside. Oh, mean, mean, my mother's hamburgers. And so she was making hamburger. And she went, dropped the spatula inside when I told her I wasn't going to college. And she said, what do you mean you're not going to college? <laughs> and I said, mom, no more nothing for me in college. Because back in the day, never had the kind, you know, like, so you could go and do music management, or you could go into engineering for, for learn how for, you know, do the recording studio stuff, right? Um, they, they never had that kind of stuff. They never had anything. I mean, they, they never have a program so you could go and, and you could learn how to perform and learn how to, you know, uh, like, you know, talk to an audience or, or like, you know, just, just perform in front of an audience, stuff like that. Then They never had. So I told my mother, well, I, I'm going to be an entertainer. And so, you know, no more, no more nothing in school for that. So I'm not going and and my mother was beside herself and my mother said you'll never make money playing music you never make money playing music and you know to a certain degree to a certain degree she was right but we made over a million dollars but it took more than just gigging okay now if it was gigging i gotta i gotta say my mom was right okay if i was going playing gigs for 75 100 bucks 150 bucks whatever they make a night okay then, then, yeah, okay. Now, I would have had to have been famous or made famous by somebody like on record company, okay, like Capena, right? They they went, they made their recordings, the record company, they made, they was famous, okay. So, and then, you know, the rest, as they say, is history. There's a certain point in the music business, right? And I was never in the music industry. Uh, you know, we talk about that. We talked about that on another podcast. But I was never in the music industry. I would have loved to be in the music industry. I mean, that that was my dream. I wanted to get get produced by one record company. I wanted I wanted to go out and do the work contracts and 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 work my butt off and perform for all kinds of people. And you know, and it just didn't work like that. And and I think God was protecting me um, because of what I saw in the entertainment industry. From the radio standpoint, because I was in radio and I saw what happened to the musicians, I saw what happened to the the singers and the the, the musicians, the entertainers, all these guys. I saw the game. I saw, the, in fact, I saw the game from 
when I was hanging out with Uncle Don home. I mean, I saw it. I saw everything. And Uncle Don used to always tell me, it's the music business. Business. He always used to emphasize business, right? And then I used to ask him questions. And he used to tell me everything. But he never hold back. He told me everything. In, you know what I'm saying? And and uh, I was so grateful and, and lucky that, that he trusted just... Bro, he just told me everything. I mean, uh, so so anyway. So now, right? So so I was 13. I told my mother that. Okay, Paul, you're not going to make... So, so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I'm not going to make money playing music. So automatic, right? What, do, what does your brain do when somebody tells you, you can do this? Well, you're not going to make money doing that. And you're not going to... What does your brain do? Yep, it fights it, right? <laughs> so you go, you because okay. So so when we was at the radio station, right? Greg Hammer said, Greg Hammer, the famous Greg Hammer, the ra- radio personality, he said on the radio that his high school counselor told him that he would never amount to anything, right? Okay, now I. You know, if this is the way that it works, because it worked the same way with me, my mother told me I was never going to make any money playing music. I made over a million dollars, right? And, I mean, Augie T, those guys, bro, they probably made $10 million. I mean, they did way more performances than me. You see what I'm saying? So, so um, you know, maybe maybe that's what we need. Maybe maybe we need to send kids to, to a class where the teacher says, hey, you're nothing. And then, boom, there's somebody after that. You know what I mean? So... But that's what Greg Hammer said. He said his high school counselor said that he, he gonna amount to nothing. And and boom, he was like this huge celebrity, right? Greg Hammer. And so so my mom told me that. And so down the road we went. But but if it was gigs, she would have been right. If I stuck to gigs. But I, I did the marketing, I did the business side, and that was because of my Uncle Glenn. My Uncle Glenn was responsible for that. And that my Uncle Glenn is my mom's kid brother. And and um they're ten years apart. And was him was because of him I got into the business side. And we used to scrap, we used to fight. He was like, he was like, bro, you gotta do the business. I said, I don't like do the business. I'm the talent, right? So I wanted one one manager and one agent, and I, I just wanted to do the talent part. That's all I wanted to do. He goes, nope, you gotta do the business. So eventually, you know, the the story is too long to tell you every little detail. But we did the marketing, we did the branding. Eventually, we ran four million dollars in retail ads on 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 seven radio sta- or six radio stations, right? And we had seven commercials that ran every day on these stations for eighteen years, right? Okay, but we did the work. We had to we had to do the work to support this stuff. We had to do things to support the 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 ads. We had to do things. So I mean, but we did them. We did them. You know. And I was down, bro. I, I was down in the hot sun. I mean, sweating in the hot sun with one tuxedo jacket on my. You know, I used to wear these thin shirts. I still wear thin shirts. They're, they're like uh, performance kind of shirts, right? But but I used to wear the kind of stretchies. And I had one stretchy because with a stretchy I could handle, right? Because a stretchy was really cool. It was nylon was really cool. And then I, I put on the, the tuxedo jacket. I'm standing at one o'clock in the afternoon in Mike McKenna's parking lot, the Windward Ford. Uh, car dealership, right? And they're doing a promotion, and I'm singing, right? And I'm I'm singing, and I'm I'm billing them thirty five hundred dollars. Not Mike McKenna. I'm billing the radio station thirty five hundred dollars, and I did all these kind of gigs, right? And that money went to pay for the commercials, 
he just went to pay for the commercials, you know. And and I was good with it. But I was, he was down on uh, the kind of Alamona Volkswagen. I was playing my trumpet to traffic passing by, right? And we, we faced the, the speakers to the to the road and we crank them up and I was playing trumpet. Brother Wayne was playing the, the, the brass on the on the keyboard. Bro, we was we was pumping. We did all of that. Okay? But but people people saw that and they saw you know, they, they probably thought, you know, well, number one, I was crazy. Number two, I was being paid, you know, the talent fee, right? So you got to know the talent fees for the guys that go down. It's 100 bucks. It's 100 bucks. We was billing, bro, we was, we was billing way more, 3,500. That's what, that's what my going rate was. Okay, it was 3,500 and was one hour. Sometimes it was two hours, but two hours, you know, we got a little bit more, small kind, maybe, maybe, maybe 30, 3,800, something like that. But but we was doing all of that, right? So so I was so happy to be. And the guys the guys from the radio station that was doing the the gig with me had no idea, and they was they was making the hundred bucks or or whatever. I mean you know some guys they was higher up on a totem pole they made a little bit more than that. But I'm just saying that that was the the regular thing, right? And so and and we we work for what we got and the branding and everything. Now on the other side of things, right? The party side of things. So that's where people heard about us and they heard about us from the radio. And when they heard about us from the radio, they bro, they call up. They call up. You know, every time I was on the radio, they call, I get I get messages on my phone, you know, oh, can you do all baby party? Oh, can you do my wedding? Oh, can you do it? You know. So so every time I was on the radio, I tried to do my 1000%. 1000%. You know, and sometimes I was tired. Sometimes I, I came in and I was mentally tired and looking think that good and and I was off my game. You know, and sometimes sometimes I'm on my game for a little while. But I got to tell you, you guys have no idea what it is to concentrate. I mean, focus. I mean, concentrate and be funny and laugh for 4 hours on the radio. I mean, just consistent energy, four hours, boom, 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 and 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 concentrate and think of, you know, okay, how can I make that statement funny? How can I take what he said and and add to that and make it funny? And, and it's hard, bro. And then laughing, laughing from from six in the morning to ten in the morning, laughing from six to ten in the morning. Oh, cousin, you should try them. You can get abs. <laughs> you can get abs. Well, I never really had abs, abs, but bro, my stomach was sore. You see what I'm saying? So the work work is not easy when you when you when when you coming from a professional side, bro. What they do on the radio in the mornings is not easy. Okay, some of the guys is easy because they're not really working at them. Okay, but I can tell you that that when I was on the wake up crew with Rory Wild, we worked that sucker. I mean, work. It was work. It was energy. When when we was done, we was tired. I mean, we was tired. And and Jerry Lewis, uh, the the famous comedian, a famous American comedian, said one time. He said, he said, you know, if you get on stage, and I applied this to everything. He said, if you get on stage, and you're not sweating by the time you get off, your audience doesn't see you sweat by the time you get off. You you're ripping them off. You're ripping off your audience, you know? And and when you think about it, right? So every time I perform, every time, till today, I'm sweating by the time I get off the stage. There's not one time where I get off the stage and I'm not sweating. I put 1,000% into it, right? And so so this, and, and the guys I work with, same thing. They put in their 1,000%, all of us. 
and we all put in a thousand percent. And I'm talking about Rory Wilde's wake up crew. Okay. Any other place that I've ever worked is not like that. And Rory is the reason why. And Rory works us. He works that show. I mean, you never seen any, if, if, I mean, most people don't understand what it takes. But if you, if you're a radio professional and you understand what it takes to do what Rory does, you would be in awe watching him work. You would be in a room watching him work and going, wow, how the hell he does that? Right? I mean, wow, he's like the quarterback and everybody else is a team player. And he knows what everybody on the team does and he will serve you up. Boom, 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 boom. He will serve you up. He will throw it to you. And when he throws it to you, you better be ready. If you like on home run, we call him on home run. You better be ready. And he'll, he'll serve up something and boom, you, you take your best shot. And sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. And, and we was lucky, most of us, the majority of the time we got it. And, and sometimes we miss. I mean, everybody, everybody's like that. But that's what, that's what happened. So, so on the, on the radio, yeah, I never get paid nothing. I never get paid nothing. But, but I gotta, I gotta say this. So, so Rory would mention the road show. He would mention the, the wedding and party business. Okay. And that was, that was the payment right there. But money, no, never got a dime. I, I didn't care. But you think I cared? Bro, we were signing contracts at Kamehameha Starbucks and, and you know, we was doing all of that. And we was, we was, we was making out on the party end of it. Right. So, we wasn't complaining. We was happy. We was we was thanking God for that, you know. So all of that happened, and and we made over a million dollars. We crossed the million dollar mark in 2010. In 2010, we crossed the million dollar mark where we made one million dollars, and we started in 1999. We started in 1999. In 2010, we crossed the million dollar line, and that's how we made a million dollars playing music. Okay, but but for me, you know, I don't. Uh, there's a lot of guys went through the music world. They went through the music industry. They made way more than a million. Capena made way more than a million dollars. A lot of these acts made way more than. I mean, Willie K. All these guys, bro. I can name all the Hawaii artists. And these guys, these guys went through record companies. They made way more than a million dollars playing music. But the reason why it meant something to me was because when I was 13 and I had these ideas of going out into the world, right? My mom said, you're not going to make any money playing music, you know? And then, so in my mind, I was like, oh, man. So I'm going to read you one quote that I get. I went put them up. I went put up this quote on my, uh, on my IG. And it says, the number one reason people fail in life is because they listen to their friends, family, and neighbors. Okay, and and you know what? They, they, my mom didn't mean any harm to me when she said that. She she wasn't trying to do that to deflate my uh, ego. She wasn't doing that to you know rain on my parade. She wasn't doing that. She was trying to get me to go to college to do another profession that would make more money. You know, if I was an attorney, she wanted me to be an attorney. If I was an attorney, I would make way more, right? I would make way more than that. And, and the time element would be shorter, right? But I had to follow my heart. I follow my heart with everything. I follow my heart with my relationships. I follow my heart with my job. I follow my heart with everything. My students, I follow my heart with my teaching, 
you know, and I teach from my heart and I sing from my heart and I love from my heart. And, and a lot of, you know, a lot of chicks, but they make fun of me too. They go, oh, you have such a good heart, you know? And when they say that, you know what they mean, right? Yeah, you have such a good heart. I love you because you have a good heart, right? <laughs> and then, and then eventually they end up with guys that, that they treat them like crap and, and, and put them through the ringer, <laughs> you know, right? They fool around on them, do all that stuff. But, but the guy with the good heart, but yeah, he's last in the line. You see what I'm saying? And, and I don't care because that, you know, if if you gotta trample on somebody with a good heart, if you gotta make fun of somebody with a good heart, if you gotta if you gotta uh, make light of somebody who who uses a good heart and has a good heart, something's wrong with you. So I don't care if you're male, female, uh, Martian. I don't care what. Something's wrong with you. Okay. So anyway, but but that's that's how we made a million dollars in music. We had to do the marketing. We used a lot of radio commercials. I had to go on the radio for free. I mean, you know, for mentions, I had to go on the radio for mentions, all this kind of stuff I did. And and I had to I had to sing in parking lots at one o'clock in the afternoon in one tuxedo with one stretchy underneath, sweating like a pig, right? And sometimes, bro, I mean, when we're done with that, sunburn, I mean, bro, you know how the sun takes energy out of you, sunburn, everything, yeah, yeah. And that's what it took to generate the wedding and party business and, and to generate that kind of money. Because we was going out for, probably we was doing $1,200 contracts right there. Boom, 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 boom. Some, day, some, some weekends we had five shows. Some weekends we made more than $5,000. And that was nothing compared to some of the other guys that we knew. And some of the other guys, they was charging big money. And some of the other guys had TV shows. When you have a TV show, you can charge way more money. And those guys was making way more money. You know, I don't know if they ever kept the money that they made, if they ever hung on to it or whatever. We hung on to a lot of our money. We invested a lot of our money. And, and till today, we still have those investments. And those investments are still uh, still relevant and appreciating. You know, but but that's not the point. I'm not here to wave one flag. I'm not here to, I'm not here to uh, play my dad is bigger than your dad. I'm saying that the number one thing that I think drove this whole thing was my mom. Because if she didn't tell me that I'm not going to make any money playing music, I probably wouldn't have put so much into it. Just like I think, you know, I don't know. I, I don't hang out with Greg Hammer. But I think I think that when his high school counselor told him he wasn't going to amount to anything, I, I, I really think that's the, that was the fuel. That was the fuel that, that ignited that, that, that thing in him that made him succeed. And everybody knows who he is now. So I, I don't know if that ever happened to Uncle Don. You know, uh, Uncle Don Ho, I, I never asked him that kind of questions. But, uh, but yeah, you know, Uncle Don, Uncle Don uh, has a quote online. And he said uh, he never planned on being an entertainer. You know, a lot of guys like that, they never planned to be. I never planned to be a teacher. I never planned to be a teacher. My mom's a teacher. My dad's a teacher. And teaching is now, you know, my purpose. It's my purpose. It's not. It, it, it. It's my passion too, but it's my purpose. It goes deeper than that. Um, the reason I'm on the planet is to teach, you know. And teachers get it. If you're a teacher, you get it. You understand. You understand what what it is to to teach, and you understand the the value, right? And teachers don't make money. Teachers. I mean, you know, I, the only reason I make money teaching is because I built my own school, and and that came from. Bro, I, that was a law of attraction. That came from somebody else. That came from my landlords. 
you know, they loan me the money. They said, hey, we cannot, you cannot teach in a residential district over here. You cannot teach at home. But, hey, we're going to give you $2,000. Go, go put up your school. Boom. Go, and then pay us back. Two months later, boom, paid them back. And the rest, as they say, is history. I've been in my, I've been in my building for 20 years. Every, you know, but we worked our tails off. The first, the first three years, we never, we never take one day off for three years. And all of a sudden, one day, you know, Mahanai daughter told me, uh, Dad, can we have Mondays off? And, and I said, oh, yeah, Miley, sure. You know, why, why? She goes, Dad, it's been three years. You know, but I was so uh, determined. I was so determined that we wouldn't fail. I was so determined that we was going to do this. This was going to work. And, and so we just and, and we made the office a second home. And the first three years, yeah, we, we worked without a day off. But but we had everything everything at the office. I mean, you know, everything we had at home, we had at the office. We had TVs at the office. We had this, we had that, we had everything. We, we outfitted that office like, like it was a home. So, I mean, you know, those kind of things, right? So so my answer to, to you guys, right, to, to that young guy that was telling me, if his family is persuading him to do something else and he get in his heart to do what, you know, what he like do, my answer is follow your heart. Follow your heart. Because you know why? Because people that not following their heart, people that following money, people that actually pursue something because of money, because it makes a lot of money. A lot of those guys are miserable. Some of those guys end up shooting themselves in the head. Some of those guys end up committing suicide. They, they cannot live with what they're doing. And a lot of guys, I mean, not that it's a bad thing. But they're not happy inside. They're not fulfilled inside. And now you guys got technology. Okay. You guys got technology that you can hop on a cell phone. You can hop on FaceTime. You can do all this stuff. You can go on Skype. You can build a website. You can offer a product. You can even take products off Craigslist that they offer for free. Turn around and sell them on, on, on you know, on, on Facebook Marketplace. Bah, you guys, you guys have money floating around for free, like free, free mechanisms that can generate capital. But, you know, Gary V points this out to people all the time, points it out to the kids all the time. Your kids sitting around the house thinking like, wow, what, you know, there's nothing for me. What can I do? Gary V comes up with like 15, 20 things in one speech. Boom. Just throws it down. I can come up with the same things. You know, it's about leveraging one thing and then boom, getting the other thing. So, yeah. So, brother, I, I would follow my heart. You know, yeah, you can disappoint your parents. I disappointed my mom. I really did. I disappointed my mom. You know, but I didn't care. I didn't care that I disappointed her because I knew that if I, you know, uh, I didn't want to read and write my whole life. That's what. That's the reason why I didn't want to be an attorney. I didn't want to go to college and have to read and write. And then as an attorney, you know, you got to go do all the research, right? You got to read and write statutes and you got to read the statutes. You got to, you got to do all this stuff. You got to, you know, and, and, um, <laughs> funny thing, but now, right. Um, I'm a consultant and I got to read and write all day. How I, I got to read and write all day long. So, so yeah, I, but, but I followed my heart. And then when it was time to become a consultant, yeah, I followed that too. And, and that, that brings me joy being a consultant and helping people make money and helping people succeed with their business. Oh, bro, that's the best damn thing. I tell you in the world, bro, that, that's the best thing because 
you know, but, oh, 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 sorry, cousins, I gotta go, I gotta go, but, 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 bro, when you can help somebody else succeed, right, when you can do something bigger than yourself and benefit somebody else, bro, that's big time, and that's big time for me, and that's why I like to be a consultant. Anyway, hey, we gotta thank our sponsors, Island Club and Spa, Voice Master Enterprises, and we gotta thank AFM Hawaii Music. Featuring the music of Darren Chinen. It's on iTunes right now. Download them. Go check them out. And uh, yeah. Until next time, Hawaiians. Live your dreams. Okay. Follow your heart. Follow your heart, Hawaiians. Okay. It's all about your passion. And then find your purpose. And chase that purpose. Nail that purpose. Get that purpose down. Till next time, I'm Junior Kekoeva Jr. Mahalo. Aloha. Aloha.